RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, hold on. Damn it. Here we go. <laughs> right before we went on air, Francis jumped up and knocked everything over. So it's okay. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. Humanity. Thank you so much. I see the chat room filling up. I'm very happy to see you all. We're going to, we'll talk about the State of the Union. And wait, uh, got wires underneath me. So yeah, we meet here on, well, we have a regularly scheduled Friday night show. If you can, it's at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. That yes, for Jim on the chat says Francis, the anti-producer. Exactly, he's trying to disrupt the show. <laughs> it's okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, if you can become a patron at Patreon.com/slash Tara Devil, that'll keep the show going and growing. And also, please support our sponsors like APS Radio News. This show is also simulcast over there. There's a, it's an independent media a aggregate outlet. And yeah, it's run by an incredible person. So we stick together, we win. That's our, that's how we got to roll around here. We support each other. And thank you so much. I see all the, I see people in the chat room at youtube.com. C for channel slash Tarabuster. So if you're on different channels, you want to come over, that's the chat I will be reading and um, interacting with. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, we'll think about well, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but it's okay. We'll think about it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know how late the show is going to be. Usually on Wednesday we have more flexibility, but I'm, I'm very tired <laughs> right now. I didn't have a lot of sleep. I haven't slept really since Monday. I mean, I've had some sleep. I haven't had good night's sleep because I think I told you guys that I was going to um, try to rescue that community cat, Honey. Well, Honey's in the bedroom right now, so... She, I thought, it, I thought she was a he because she is orange and, um, you know, apparently, eighty percent of orange cats are male. So somebody told me honey was male. I just went with it. So honey is female, but she's been out on the street for about six years, and uh. Just had a lot. Just she. I, I don't go around rescuing feral cats, of course. You know, fer we do trap, neuter, return. Some cats and some community cats need, are, you know, meant to live outside. But she, Honey has a lot of uh, domestic behaviors that feral cats don't have. And I'm convinced she was abandoned out there. And even though she's been there, she's survived for. Well, maybe, well, I know her for five years, so I'm thinking it's got to be longer than that. She's out there. But um, even though she she started as a house cat, and I'm just trying to give her a safe and warm retirement. That's basically it. So she's in the bedroom, and she's she's good. 
She does. She has a little spice in her, but it's only been two days. And um, first night, you know, I was able to pet her and everything. So that's an incredible sign. But she is. She does cry at night, and even though, um, that that's another good sign. So she cries because you know, because um, if if you guys didn't know this, I find this very interesting that cats don't, um, they don't talk. They don't. They're vocal with us because we're vocal. So a kitten who grows up around humans will keep the vocal part. So, but if a kitten who grows up outside without humans will not be vocal they will they are vocal when they're kittens and they'll grow out of it so honey is very vocal and she's rolls on her back follows people meowing so anyway i wanted to give her a shot she's not getting any younger and i thought it would really break my heart to see if she to show up one day and something happened to her because she's you know because she's she's getting older and we have somebody that is interested in taking her, but we gotta we gotta socialize her a little more. She's you know she's not happy right now. She doesn't realize you know how could you blame her? She's had so much mixed messages from humans. She probably um yeah well like Winston says on the chat they only meow for humans exactly so she meows. Especially so rolling on her back. That was another thing she did all the time. And so she's so at night, I don't know what it is. At night they get they get more I don't know, upset. So when I'm trying to sleep, she's crying and uh, I only have a one bedroom, so <laughs> there's no I can't really go anywhere. So I yeah, yeah, whatever. It's only temporary. And that's the story of Honey. She's a very good girl. Let me see if I could show you Honey. Poor little Honey. That's not her. <laughs> oh my God. That's a picture of our perjury trader green for those who are on the uh, on the audio only. There's Honey in her cage. She's a good girl. So she went to the vet. There she is. Good girl. And she's got to get teeth work and all that. And yeah, no worry. What are you going to do? This is how I spend my life. Fighting fascism and trying to help cats and animals. Animals in general. I like animals more than people. And watching the... State of the Union, can you blame me? There's Honey. Eating out of my hand. Honey. It's hard to see. There she goes, right? Good girl. That was only one day off the street. She's eating out of my hand. Alright, we got hope. We got progress. So say a prayer for Honey, if you are so inclined. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so watching the State of the... It was great. I thought... Uh, you know, one thing I have to say, and you guys know that I'm, I wasn't a Joe Biden 
supporter. Of course, I would have supported anyone who became the Democratic nominee, but he has pleasantly surprised me in many ways. He's not as, I mean, he's not Bernie, but he's he's been, at least he's not, or uh, how can I put this, at least he's abandoned the old uh, kiss-up, kick-down, trickle-down bullshit. And he seems to be channeling more progressive, uh, more of the progressive traditions of the Democratic Party. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Now, I do you hear that? Something is playing. Yeah, I know it's got to be the hill. I have, I must, I, I must have a hill page open because it always does that. I hate that. Fucking shit. Can you hear that shit? Oh my god. Now I'm going to have to close all my windows. Oh my god. Where the fuck is this coming from? Alright. I got to figure out. Uh, here we go. It's got to be that. No? What the fuck? Of course, it's like the last. It is the hill. What did I say? The fucking hill. I hate that. I, you know, I, uh, Brad Bannon writes for the hill and I appreciate that. But the hill has automatic movies. I hate that. You know, when you're, you're just trying to. I don't want to, I don't, don't stop fucking, you know, it's like that page has been open. So why are you all of a sudden playing? I don't need that shit today. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. Before we go, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you so much. And, th and thank you for being a moderator as well in the chat room. And thank you, Elise, for your super chat. Nice to see you. Yes, it was great. So Ed the Second says... He owned the cons. It was brilliant. But it showed you, and I'm sure you've seen the clips of Joe Biden um, mentioning socialist security. Well, he calls it social security. And um, what, I was, what I was saying was that he, he has pleasantly surprised me. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he, he, put, a, he put a portrait of FDR up, you know, like um, the asshole who received fewer votes from the former administration, he put a picture of Andrew Jackson up. A lot of, and this is what presidents do, they put pictures up to, I guess, inspire them. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Joe Biden put up FDR, which is encouraging, because that used to get me insane during the um, Barack, Barack Obama administration, because he was constantly quoting Reagan and it would it, you know I'd be like quote FDR for Christ's sakes uh, these pining these Democrats pining for Republicans like battered spouses pining for an abuser and that's what it was of course what so, you know Joe Biden is he still clings to the uh the, you know the this 
notion that he can work with these freaks. But maybe. Um, I think he's... That's pretty crafty, though. The way he's separated the magamorons out from the normal ones. So you're not alienating the entire Republican Party, but you're you're separating the the kooks and they are kooks they're unfit the way they behaved in congress it's a disgrace now we all remember a few years ago when joe wilson yelled out in during barack obama's state of the union you lie and there were gasps from the the audience from the the other congressmen and senators or Congress people, so right. I wonder if I have that. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, we've all seen it. You lie, and then of course he proceeded to fundraise off it, and that was that. That almost seems quaint now. The way these Republicans behaved during the State of the Union proved. Yet again, not that we needed it. We didn't need any more illustration of how unfit they are. But they embarrassed themselves. Unfortunately, they embarrass us. And they don't see it as embarrassing, though, because they are shameless. In order to be embarrassed, you have to have a level of shame. And that's like um, one of the other things that happened last night was Mitt Romney running into George Santos, who clearly showed up early to get a prime seat in the aisle and trying trying to shake hands with everyone who came down the aisle, including the president of the United States, because he has no shame. And he... What, what's he doing there? Obviously, he has no committee assignments. He's doing nothing. So he had all the time in the world to collect his $14,000 a month salary and sit there shamelessly. And shame on the firefighter, frankly, who went with him, who, who uh, took his invitation to be his date, so to speak. The uh, the fire for those who don't know, you know, George Santos, the the con man whose mother died numerous times. Clearly, she died on 9-11. She died a few years later, a few years later, meaning 16 years later, supposedly of 9-11 illness, which bullshit, bullshit, of course. But he so a one of uh, a first responder who was at ground zero went with George Santos why why would you do that he said it would be somehow um he was a, he he took it as uh, an opportunity to lobby for 911 health uh, and the fact that that's something that people need to lobby for that first responders getting health care need to be lobbied for um, is a dis- is disgusting, but it is equally disgusting to take an invitation from George Santos, who has no business being in the Congress at all. So uh, apparently this former firefighter who worked for a law firm le- lost his job as he should because it shows a a uh, a real lack of aware of self uh, self awareness it shows 
it really does show um, a, uh, a a vacancy, a void of of judgment. You don't you don't validate a a, a con man. That's for sure. Because oh, oh, and the other thing was yesterday. Santos. Um, his constituents have been holding regular rallies outside of his office, which still has Tom Swazi's name on the awning. So that says it all. And uh, hopefully, you know, he'll be gone soon. And it will be so, it'll be a lot, you know, like last night he, after Joe Biden's State of the Union concluded, um, Santos tweeted something about that was uh, that the that the speech was all gaslighting, right? I guess it takes one to know one, but you know that's what that's what Republicans have. You know, you just accuse others of the very thing uh, of which you are guilty, gaslighting, and they the Republicans seem to think that we're all as dumb as the people who vote for them. Because you know we got we have them on tape, we have actual numbers. You know all the things that they're crying about, like social security. All of a sudden, I mean that was a, that was a genius judo move, isn't that what that isn't that judo where you use your opponent's energy or something against them, or you know you use their strengths and uh, you you turn it around. I mean that's exactly what he did getting them all to agree that um, no one's going to touch social security and medicare and medicaid even though republicans have had their eyes on it and they've had their sights on social socialist security and medicare since fdr signed social security and johnson signed medicare so um it's, it goes to show you yet again that Republicans have zero shame. But as far as, so for George Santos, we'll get back to um, the shameless Republicans in general and Social Security, but George Santos, his constituents got on a bus because Santos ducks them in Queens. He's ducking them in uh, D.C., but they went and showed up at the Capitol to demand that he resign. And they also went to see uh, what, you know, uh, the weaker speaker to tell him that they're sick of him enabling this this filthy con man. But here's a local news story about it. He avo- of course, he avoided them because he's a piece of shit. Some staffers were met with surprise on Tuesday. We are not comfortable with the lies, the deceit. After a crowd of constituents who made the trip from Long Island to D.C. hand-delivered a petition to Congressman George Santos's aide. I had to hold on to the petition because I knew when he took it from my hands he was going to shut the door. Casey Sabella, mm. who is front and center for the interaction, is turning the, the feeling of defeat into determination. We're disappointed in George Santos. Who is that man working for him? Right. That's what I was wondering. I asked Robin. Um, I was talking about this with her. That it, uh, who gets to work with George Santos? Is this a, a big hat that everyone's name goes in, or do you get to pick who you work for? Because why would you want to work for him? Your name is Mud. 
It's incredible. But uh, Robin said that it's it is a choice. You can choose which congressperson you get to work with. That well, that does make sense because if I were a congressional aide or whatever they are, were some a staffer, I wouldn't want to work for perjury trader Green or Lauren Band from the bowling alley, Bobert. That's for sure. So who's this dude? Shame on him, whoever he is. Shame on him. And is anyone surprised, just an aside, is anyone surprised that George Santos, uh, uh, in addition to all the other allegations, uh, credible and uh, proven, um, he's being, he was, uh, what was the, what, what happened? Someone filed a complaint against him for sexual harassment. Anyone surprised? Apparently this congressional aide or staffer, um, went, uh, went for an interview at George Santos's office and Santos immediately put the moves on him. <laughs> Cause why else would you have a position of power? if not to abuse it. You see, he's not fit like the rest of them. But, you know, Santos is an extreme case. But they're all con artists of some form. They're all in positions in the government to, for... They're not, they're not there for altruism. They're there so they can harass people, so they can steal from people, so they can write laws... So to be able to steal from people so they can, you know, rig the game in their favor so they can hang out with the rich. I mean, it was so fascinating last night. It said everything. The, the fact that Republicans, oh, you know, they, the things that they stood for, then the things that they would not stand for. It says that they wouldn't stand for paying teachers giving teachers a raise. Where, what fucking world is this? And what else? I, there was a list. Of course, you know, Republicans. So they, they clapped for Paul Pelosi, increased training for law enforcement, ending cancer, because, you know, that's really putting your neck on, on the line there, consumer protection and the burn pit bill which if i'm sure you guys remember the last state of the union where perjury trader green and lauren band from the bowling alley bobert jumped up like a couple of uh orangutans and screamed and yelled they were the only ones screaming and yelling last time this time the house is filled with a bunch of traders and maga morons and and uh you know, emotionally stunted fascists who have no business being anywhere near the halls of power. So th it was um, quite a ruckus in the House, and they uh, they suck. You know, they're embarrassed. They're an embarrassment. I felt embarrassed. It was almost. It was. I was. It was embarrassing, and also infuriating. Like. Uh, not to the same degree, but on it kind of reminded me of January 6th, the, the feeling I had on January 6th, watching these traitors trash the Congress. I, I literally took it personally, you know, it, and th that's how it felt there, watching these, these cretins disgrace the Congress. 
you know, they spit in all our faces when they do that. They spit on the graves of all the all those who died for America. And I mean, well, just uh, speaking of spitting on people's graves, uh, Sarah Huckstabee Sanders' response was r- right out of some hellscape. It, it really was a window into the world of the freaks who uh, they live in an alternate universe, but. Not just that, what struck me about her response was that they live in an alternate universe, but they're all in the center of the universe. It's It's very crowded, filled with MAGA morons. And they have nothing. That's the other thing. They're, they, they got nothing but sickness, division, trans bashing, hating minority groups and this fake fucking uh culture war that according to them they didn't start you know tell me you know uh you know i guess they feel like they're under assault because we expect a level of maturity from them a certain level of maturity you know that and uh, just to treat people like like human beings that's it you know, don't be a douchebag. Don't be a don't be a hater. And if you are, yeah, well, leave that you go behind closed doors. You know, you want to scream the n word in the public square. We don't want to hear it. You know, we're sick of that shit. So, but th- that's too much. That is too much to ask a Republican. It really is, and it's it was incredible listening to her, but she's, uh, oh, God, maybe we'll play some of that. I was going to, we'll see. I was going to see how I felt because <laughs> it was almost unbearable watching it the first time, but, yeah, when we watch it together, we can decimate it. So, oh, so what they didn't clap for, and it's, almost, it's shocking, not almost shocking, it is shocking. What they didn't, clap for top of the list democracy they didn't clap for democracy they didn't clap for giving public school teachers a raise because they hate school of course they hate public schools they call it government schools they are uh, you know the enemies of america they're the enemies of the people and they want to drag us back to the dark ages that's what it's about it's about putting the rich in the catbird seat of power and making them uh just making them the that's it the the making them richer and the rest of us toiling in the fields, going to church on Sundays and praying to Jesus to give us a mansion in heaven. Uh, but we don't pester our betters for any, any earthly rewards. Don't think, don't even, don't even stress your beautiful mind thinking whether or expecting government to do anything for you, you know, because government exists to make the rich richer. That's it. Period. And that's you know, that's the same system the founders overthrew. But that's what they're dragging us back to. Prove me wrong, right? So that's why they hate government schools. They hate democracy. 
and uh, they also hate the they they don't want us to have a common story and this is why they want you know they hate freedom they want to tell people what to read how to they want to stick their big government noses into your uh, private medical decisions into your child like if you're a parent that happens to have a trans child they want to do everything they can to to create an environment where their child wants to take their life so take their own life and you know they don't they they're just the absolute worst human beings on the planet and they're all suffering from some kind some form of sickness yeah you know, they all have a sickness that's why the next two years it's only can, can you believe it it's only february and we got we got two years Two more years of this clown show. We should. I should do a countdown or something. Like remember when uh, Rush Limbaugh did that uh, America Under Siege, whatever the fuck countdown. That's what I should do. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, lowering they. This is what they didn't clap for. Lowering the cost of insulin. Okay. Because <laughs> they want you to pay through the nose, and they also don't want you. They want you to die. That's it. You know, they, they're they not happy unless Americans are needlessly dying, especially without health care. Right. So like you should get as much health care as you can afford. Just like Mitt Romney said, you can get as much you should get as much education as you can afford. And I, I always remember not too long ago. There was a story about some Republican, a woman who was who had cancer, and Republicans were repealing um, something. It was forcing her to, I guess it was Medicaid or something. They were forcing her to, for so she wasn't able to get the her her cancer treatments because they were ripping her health insurance away in the middle of her battling cancer, and she called up her. Republican representative and got some staffer on the phone and the and the staffer was like, well, you know, uh, if I I go to the store and I see a dresser shirt that I can't afford, I don't buy it. That was his advice. Just don't don't buy it. if you can't afford it. If you can't afford health insurance, what are you going to do? Then you don't get it. But you know, I guess uh, the choices were go- die, just die. That's the choice. Die quickly. Don't get sick, and if you do, die quickly. And then when that happened, I remember this. Let's see. Republican. I'll just look up. Republican health care shirt. And we'll see. I bet you it'll come up. Republican health care shirt. Or maybe cancer. I'll put that in there. Yep, I told you so. That's not that long ago, 2020. I thought it was I thought it was uh, a few more years ago. Republican Senate staffer tells cancer survivor that if she can't afford health care, she's on her own. The Republican plan for health care can best be summed up as if you can't pay for it too bad, you just have to die. It's not usually couched quite so badly. We get words instead of like cost savings and fiscal sustainability and choice. But sometimes people are honest about their true beliefs. 
Case in point, the audio of a conversation Bev Veals, a cancer survivor, had with a staffer for Republican Senator Tom Tillis, during which the unnamed staffer compared buying health insurance to buying a new dress shirt. And that much and and that much like when he buys what wait 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 and that much like when he buys what is likely a hideous button up if you can't afford insurance then you don't get it and when this came out of course the republicans were they were said uh, they said oh well he was disciplined you know we don't that because it's unseemly you know, they don't like being caught out there. They, when you shine a light on these maggots, they scurry, and it's like what we saw at the State of the Union. They don't like being called out for their for hating uh, Social Security and trying to kill people without, you know, make them... They, they want to go back to the time where the number one cause of death for the elderly was hypothermia in the winter and uh, malnutrition all year round. That was the way it was before Social Security. That's what they want. They want that back. And so, yeah, they're very... Uh, and when, you, when, you're, when you call them out for it, when, you, when they're caught in the act of being themselves, they simply lie. That's it. They lie. And they call you a liar. But they forget that we all, we got the receipts. We got them on tape. Well, that's the same thing that happened to this staffer. They're like, oh, well, this is not the way we, what, this is not how Tom Tillis feels. Well, what's he doing there? You know, of course they feel that way. That's the Republican health care plan. But when it got some negative press, they decided, no, oh, well, we, we, had to, we had a talking to. We talked to him, and we set him straight. Now, where's the Republican health care plan? Right? We've been waiting since Obamacare. Okay, well, the other thing that they, since before Obamacare, of course, the other thing they didn't clap for was creating jobs and Speaking of lying, uh, we'll go through this, but I uh, just saw that Lauren Band from the bowling alley, Bobert, her, her Twitter account, these Republicans are really on fire with the lies today and every day, but she tweeted that um, it wasn't Joe Biden that created all these jobs because we have the lowest unemployment rate and the record job creation but so bobert said it wasn't joe biden who created all these jobs it's trump and joe biden is taking credit for it even though joe biden when 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 trump left office he had the he had a negative um job balance let's put it that way so he was one of the only presidents to leave office with less jobs than when he got into office of course you know republicans do that because they suck and um trump's job record was the worst since herbert hoover so the first republican great depression and uh yeah so you know 
Republicans, they don't like the truth because it has a liberal bias, so they lie. And they expect that their dumbasses are stupid enough to believe it, and they are. You know, these are idiots who will believe, and they'll lick an ice cream cone of, of shit if, tr- if uh, Trump and the Republicans told them it was, uh, it was ice cream, right? They'd, they'd, uh, they'd start licking away. And they probably call it delicious, too. That's how sick they are. All right, let's continue with this. Here's the, the local news story about George Santos's constituents showing up at his office. Determination. We're disappointed in George Santos. We're disappointed in the lack of response we got, but we really are empowered by each other and have new energy to continue this fight. So Jody Casfinkel, who is right by her side, says she's been trying to set up a meeting with the congressman, but hasn't had luck. There's a sign next to his door that says, please come in, but that's not accurate. She and dozens of others fighting for what they call fair representation believe they deserve an explanation. Every time he says something that's outrageous, it's an embarrassment for us. And constituents say Santos said the State of the Union address on Tuesday what? night was no exception. He's wait, wait, wait. Paid. He shook the hand. I thought that Biden walked by him. Did he actually shake Joe Biden's hand? Holy fuck me. Did he? No, he shook that woman's hand. Was that him? It's hard to tell. <laughs> And constituents say Santos at the State of the Union address on Tuesday night oh, was no, he no didn't. Except- that was he was shaking that woman in the pink whatever's hand. And look at him with a big fake fucking sociopath smile. And so he's shaking that woman's hand. That's what happened. And then he he's like, "Bye, bitch." year to do nothing in a contentious interaction fellow republican so, Mitt what Rom- did you say getting paid $174,000 a year to do yeah, nothing in exactly. a contentious interaction fellow republican Mitt Romney scolded Santos telling him he should be quote embarrassed Santos who hasn't responded to our request for comment took to Twitter saying Romney will never be president given the fact that he's under you understand that that's Trump right there this is what Trump has done He's opened up the bat. Yeah, the bats are out of the belfry, and now they're in the House of Representatives. These fucking unfit freaks, and that's all you do. You know, never apologize, uh, mock your opponent or whatever. Just say, "Oh, you'll never be president." This is supposed to be leadership to Republicans. This is supposed to be how you represent your constituents. Now. Romney may not ever be president, but you know what he is? He's a senator. And when it will be, he'll be a senator a lot longer than that filthy con man, George Santos, will be a congressman. And all I keep thinking when I was seeing his Twitter account and all his smarmy, shameless commentary about the State of the Union and Mitt Romney and others was that it will be that much sweeter when they drag him out of the House of Representatives in handcuffs. It's fucking coming. It's coming. And some people are saying that he's... One of the reasons he's not resigning is because... 
it will give him leverage when they do come for him where a lot of the, because a lot of these, uh, these crooks, um, masquerading as representatives and senators, uh, usually on the Republican side of the aisle, they, they, um, will, if the justice department comes for them, they will, they'll say, well, I'll resign. You know, that's one of the cards that they play. I sincerely hope that when the Justice Department comes for George Santos, that they don't, that no, that it's a, it's like the uh, allies in World War II demanding unconditional surrender. Fuck you. You're in no position to bargain anything. He needs to be held accountable for being a crook. He have, not just for stealing through. I mean, this is a guy who stole three thousand dollars, killed a dog for three thousand dollars. He's not that. He's he's a you know he's a con man. So this is the most money he's ever made in his life. That's why he's not leaving. On top of um, thinking he has leverage, but the fact that he stands in the middle of the aisle that he. I mean, Mitt Romney's 100% correct, so let's let's continue here with, with Mitt Romney. This investigation, she be sitting in the back row and staying quiet. Political analyst Lawrence Levy says Santos's presence and persona shows he's not taking anyone's advice. I fully expected him to be out there embracing his notoriety. I think he's going to try to make the most of his time, make the most money he can, and set himself up for what right now is an uncertain and perhaps problematic future. Voters also delivered petitions perhaps. to the House Ethics Committee chair as well as to Speaker McCarthy and Representative Stefanik. Those calling for Santos Stefanik. to be expelled say both McCarthy and Stefanik knew about Santos's fraud months before he was That's even on right. the ballot, and therefore they should be held accountable. That's Jody right. Goldberg, Fox 5 News. They knew, and they laughed about it. Just like they laughed when the they knew that Trump was uh, a Russian agent. They said, oh, I think that Putin pays Trump. Don't tell anybody. Ha, 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 ha. Here's Santos talking about um, where he gets his money. Again, the media is telling us all to focus on the money. Follow the money. Your campaign finances. It's a matter of public record that you stated that it was a personal loan that funded your campaign, but then that was later retracted. Can you explain where that $700,000 came from? <laughs> Simply put, I own a business. My business generates revenue through legitimate practices. Doing what? Sorry to scream in your ear. I own it. Listen to this fucking gibberish. I own a business. Okay, I own a business. What business? The DeVolder Group that has no clients. And it was created right before this piece of shit ran for office. So he can get his his ill-gotten campaign, whatever, bribes from Russia. That's why. What about the the, the $199 expenses? Right? I mean, there's another one. Well, how, I mean, come on with this shit. 
Okay, so listen. So he he owns a business. What business? You know, if you own a business, you should be able to give us the elevator speech. But listen to this bullshit. Capital introduction. Capital uh, introduction. Okay, let me go back a little. Legitimate practices. Legitimate of, practices of capital. Capital introduction. Introduction, uh, 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 introduction for business uh, in, in the sort okay. of. Okay, I own a business that. A legitimate business that practices of capital introduction, introduction for business, for business. Uh, in, in the sort of purchase business. agreements and so on. And so in the sort of purchase agreements, does this make any sense? I own a business where that seven hundred thousand dollars came from. Simply put, I own a business. My business generates revenue through legitimate practices of capital introduction, uh, uh, introduction for business uh, in, in the sort of purchase agreements and so on and so forth. I am the sole proprietor. I disperse my, my, my dividends to myself. And I use my own funds what that I've obtained by working, by working to fund my campaign. Why was that box then later unchecked? That is an ongoing investigation. We are looking into it because we've had some activity on the campaign side that was unauthorized by the campaign. And that what, 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 what is this fucking gibberish? We're looking into it. That's unauthorized through the campaign. We had some campaign activity that was unauthorized through the campaign. Investigation. We are looking into it because it's an ongoing, we've had. Sorry about that dinging. I was when I was capturing the, um, the this clip. I I was getting some friggin' emails, and I guess I got picked up. Some activity on the campaign side that was unauthorized by the campaign, and that is now being investigated by my investigated. new. By You're not, you know, this isn't um, Amazon. It's not like you have got to open the books on this this giant corporation. Wait, what investigation? You're a you're you're one douchebag dude who. Uh, has a, a sole proprietor, capital introduction, business, 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 through legitimate business. That's what he said. That he's a businessman and he gets business through legitimate businesses. Like capital introduction. What fucking capital, bitch? You stole, you killed a dog for $3,000. Where'd you get $7,000? You had no money to pay rent. You were evicted twice because you're a grifter. You stole checks from somebody. You stole uh, scarves. You stole people's money right out of their wallets. Your roommates. Because you're a piece of dirt. Capital business, business, capital introduction. I own a business through business. That's what Republicans want to hear. You say, they're bi I'm a businessman, business, business, business. My new campaign team, by our legal team. What fucking new campaign team? Everybody's quitting, except that, other, that guy who's got no shame. I don't know what you got on him. Maybe he likes grabbing uh, 
your crotch or something. Who knows? Who cares? You're sick. You're shameless. You're a sociopath. You're a disgrace. And everybody seems to know it but you. But they are all, you understand that all Republicans are shameless in some form, especially uh, Kevin McCarthy, who is enabling this guy. He has no shame either. That's how much he wants power. The power to do what? I don't know. He just wants to have his ass licked and his portrait on the wall. He wants to get access to big wig parties and, you know, smoke cigars with billionaires. And when, uh, I mean, that's it. And when he dies, you know, his picture will be on the wall in the Capitol. That's all he wants. He, obviously, he has no power. He couldn't even tell the goddamn orangutans to shut the fuck up and stop embarrassing this country. Like a bunch of... thats what they, they reminded me of a bunch of poorly supervised pubescents or prepubescent adolescents or in a lunchroom. That's what they reminded me of. And when the substitute teacher's back is turned, they're all screaming and yelling. Sick, 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 embarrassing. But this is what Republicans have done to this country. It's part of what they do. This is what, it is part of the destruction of democracy. Like George Santos is part of that. It all, it all fits because they want to, they don't like democracy. They want to overthrow it. They want people to be like, eh, fuck that. I'm not paying attention because they're all crooks. They want people to, to really see the corruption and not be able to do anything about it. So they get frustrated and say, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to go and do my gardening. I don't need to, forget it. I can't, life is too short. And th that's part of how you separate people from their government, just like what happened in Nazi Germany. You know, if you read that book, the famous book by Milton Mayer, they thought they were free. He mentions, um, or oh, there's a famous quote from one of the um, interview subjects where he uh, mentioned something about how slowly over time the government and the people, the gap between government and the people became wider and wider, separating the people from their government. And, you know, you just feel powerless. There's nothing you can do. Let them, let them play their grifter games. You know, we can't even get rid of this absolute fraud. And, and obviously, Kevin McCarthy... He's cool with it. He likes that. It's not just for the vote. He needs this fucking grifter parasite's vote. It's because of what I'm saying. He wants... To, he, he likes the fact that they're destroying the government. They're destroying people's view of government. 
Because if you don't trust your government, which is the government is us, supposedly. All right. That's why the founders rebelled. Not like in the uh, in the system that ruled Western civilization for thousands of years. You, you, you were either born into it or you weren't. So, oh, well, better luck next life, sucker. And that's the way they're, go- they're doing it now. You know, separate the people from their government. You got to be a millionaire. You got to be, you know, or at least pretend to be. You got to be a shameless sociopath. Okay, listen. Campaign, and that is now being investigated by my new, by my new campaign team, by our legal team. By my and new? In, in, in order to respect the, the integrity of the investigation, I won't be touching into details of what transpired there because I don't even know. As you can imagine, the American people has now been led to believe that George Santos goes in there. Oh, wow. Investigated by He's my new. about himself in the third person, just like Trump does. You understand? He is. He thinks he's Trump. Well, he's taking all of his cues from Trump, his lessons. Uh, the the people have been led to believe that George Santos, who's George Santos? Me, me, myself, and I are, you know, George Santos, the unimpeachable George Santos. The, the integrity of the investigation. Integrity. I won't be touching into details of what transpired there because I don't even know. As you can imagine, the American people has now been led to believe that George the Santos American goes in there now. and edits his own financial stuff and does his own FEC. You hire fiduciaries to take oh, care of that. Sorry about that so buzz. Of course, I mean, we'll, we'll say this. You do not file you don't handle your own fec filing no but you, you must know where that money was coming from if it was legally obtained well the, the money was legally my it was when it pertains to my loans what? they came from my personal money you to had seven hundred thousand dollars and you had to kill a dog for three thousand fuck you well, yeah, that's what this bitch should be saying to him. But, of course, she's a propagandist. Uh, yeah, so what is she going to say? The changes on the filings were done without my authorization, without any knowledge to my campaign. What? So you are still standing by. Those were personal loans. Absolutely. Personal loans. And then he says something about fiduciaries. And he just start, throws words around. Fiduciary, business legitimate it's all legitimate like nobody's ever seen why wouldn't you say that it's it's the it's the most legitimate business like no one's ever seen right i'm surprised he didn't go with that one yeah so oh, i have mitt romney's comments on him uh good for mitt romney but you know th- it's a no-brainer and it got a lot of press what Mitt Romney said, because you know what? He's the only one that said anything to this dirt bag, right? That's what's so disgusting, that Mitt Romney, the only one that's, that states the obvious. The rest of them remain silent. And worse than that, not, not only remain silent, the, uh, the likes of Matt Getz, has this prick on his sh- on uh, when he's co- well not on his show but on that uh, he's um, guest hosting 
Steve Bannon's propaganda, Der Sturmer, basically. And uh, the and he's giving him cover, saying, oh, they come for the fighters. If I know anything about Washington, D.C., they come for the fighters. And they're really coming for George Santos because why? Because he's a liar, a grifter, a con man, a crook, a cheat. Where with dodgy campaign finance uh, contribution, where does he get $700,000? Fiduciary business, legitimate, like no one's ever seen, le- 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 legitimate business. Well, here's Mitt Romney. You just said you show up along here. Yeah. Why, why, why did you say that? I didn't expect that he'd be standing there trying to shake hands with every senator and the president of the United States. That's, uh, given, given the fact that he's under ethics investigation, he should be sitting in the back row and staying quiet instead of uh, parading in front of the uh, president and, uh, and, and and people coming into the room. He says he, uh, you know, that he embellished his record. Look, embellishing is saying you got an A when you got an A minus. Lying is saying you, you graduated from a college you didn't even attend. And, and he shouldn't be in Congress, and uh, they're going to go through the process and hopefully get him out. And uh, but he shouldn't be there. And, and uh, if he had any shame at all, he wouldn't be there. Why did you, you know, make I'm, a point to say that, though? I mean, you went, I mean, it was kind of out of your way to. to he was say standing that. right there in the aisle, shaking hands with everybody. Did he respond to you? Uh, he may have. I didn't hear Are anything you he said. That Kevin McCarthy is not yes. See, I. I mean, is that hard? Well, how hard is that, Republicans? It really did make me, I, you know, obviously I'm not a big Mitt Romney fan in any way, but it was refreshing. But he's the only one. He's the only one saying anything, stating the obvious. This is not a profile in courage to state the fucking obvious. They, and it's embarrassing, he said. And that's the truth. It's embarrassing to us as Americans on the world stage. The whole world is looking at us like, what the fuck? They look at the likes of Perjury Trader Green, like the likes of Ban from the Bowling Alley Bobert. And they, they're like, what is going on? What's going on in America? They shake their heads. I know this. <laughs> we know this. We have international listeners and viewers that come to the show. Because it's like watching a train wreck. They, they, I mean, if I was living in a... And if I was from a different country, I would be the same way. I'd be like, holy shit. Thank God I'm not there. Look at that. Look at that madness. It's insanity. All these assholes running around, the grifters, they have an outright con man. All of them are con men. I mean, Trump is a con man. It's incredible. And what do they... I, I, all right, let's... What, well, let me see. Hold on. I'm not... I was debating whether we should play the... I don't know. I don't know if I can handle Sarah Hux to be Sanders. Because she, uh, well, maybe we'll play a couple of minutes. But first, like, let's, uh, let's talk about 
Joe Biden and socialist security. It was pretty good. Because Joe Biden basically, he, it was great watching him manipulate them. But it, it goes to show you that they're, they're unfit. And Joe Biden's been doing this a long time. So he, you know, he played them epically. And they fell right into the trap. Apparently, the whole Social Security and, and they were um, they were hoping that the Republicans would heckle him. So they got their wish. That's why, uh, yeah, what's his weaker speaker told them. Apparently, weaker speaker told them to shut the fuck up and act like adults. But, you know, like my father always said, we can only expect grunts from pigs. No, no offense to pigs. So what can you, what can you do? You can't expect emotionally stunted adolescents to act like adults. They're incapable of it. They, they don't have it. They don't have it in them. So of course they're going to act like assholes. Of course they're going to act like orangutans and jump up and scream, you lie and liar and you killed, everybody killed. You, you're responsible for it. You're responsible for fentanyl. And, and the fact is, that's bullshit. They're just full of shit. Absolutely full of shit. As far as, and I'll play a clip. Well, let's let's play the. Where is this? There's there. It's just incredible. Like for example, this Mike Lee piece of shit. I know I'm just cursing up a storm tonight. This show is for mature audiences, meaning well that'll get rid of the trolls, because <laughs> they're all a bunch of. Um, you know, emotionally stunted adolescent. So, okay, here's, you know, Mike Lee, watching his face, now he's a, Mike Lee's a Republican. In case you don't know, here's what he said about Socialist Security. Where the heck is it? It will be my objective to phase out Social Security, nice. to pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Look at his face. Look at his face. What? How dare he say that we're going to pull up Social Security by its roots? How dare he? Uh, where, where, I can't, is, is, are my ears deceiving me? It's incredible. To phase out social security. That's his mission. That's his mission. That's why he got, he got into the race, he says. People who advise me politically always tell me that's dangerous, and I tell them, in that case, it's not worth my running. That's why. Yeah, because you're such, you're so brave trying to return the United States to a time when the elderly died as of hyperthermia in the winter and malnutrition all year long. The number one cause of death. You're such, you're so brave 
And this is what Republicans do. Remember Paul Ryan? We back in the day, thank God he's gone. But saying that he's he was he was on tape, you know, dream, saying he was uh, dreaming of destroying Medicare when he was just a young fascist drinking kegs. That's what you do when you're a young piece of shit. You you hang out with other fascists, budding fascists, you know, like the Hitler Youth, and you dream of kicking the elderly off of Medicaid? Oh, I was dreaming of this when I was drinking from kegs. That's what he said, something like that. But look at his face. Oh, can you bel- How How dare he? say our words in front of America. How dare he? We're trying to fly under the radar here. I'm doing this to get rid of that. Medicare and Medicaid are of the same sort and need to be pulled up. They need to be pulled up. Medicare and Medicaid are the same. They need to be pulled up, he says, by the root. Incredible, though, right? How How... How dare Joe Biden use their words, <laughs> their actual words, when they're trying to pull the wool over people's eyes? Where is it? Where is it? Mm-mm-mm. Well, here's a heck, uh, Joe Biden being heckled. Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it. Unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans. Oops, I hit the wrong button. Sorry, hold on. Let's play that again. Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it. Unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. <laughs> you know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant... Well, this is what annoyed me. Why are you even saying that, Joe Biden? You know? It's like, he really always goes out of his way to... It's like it's like Nancy Pelosi. She said that same thing again this morning. I, I saw her on Morning Joe, and she said the same thing that drives me up a fucking wall, where she said, the, I believe... Well, she mentioned that uh, the Republic... The, that America needs a strong Republican party. And, of course, Meek is like, me too. Why? The American people. 
We need this, this shithole part. We need fascism. A little bit of fascism nipping at our heels constantly, dragging us back to times that the founders fought a revolution to escape. All right, that's what we need. We need a, a, a po- political party to crash the economy twice in a hundred years. We need that. And when they crash the economy, if when they're in office, that they do absolutely nothing to throw absolutely nobody a lifeline. Let them starve. That's what we need. We need this strong Republican party, which means, you know, they're not, they're, they're weak as fuck. They're weak and greedy and selfish. That's not strength, Nancy Pelosi. I'm so sick of that. The, you know what, it's just, I'm sick of the Democrats being more, interested in rehabbing this filthy fascist shit show this filthy fascist greed-centered ghosts of the gilded age party than the than the republicans themselves they're they're more interested in uh elevating the the view of the republican party in the eyes of the people than the Republicans themselves. They don't give a shit what the people think. They don't. That's why they're gerrymandering. That's why they didn't stand for democracy. That's why they are, they're not out there um, thinking when they lose elections. They're not coming up with, wow, we got to knock on doors. We're going to have to reach more people. Maybe we should try to do some things that the people want us to do. No, they're not out there doing that. They're coming up with ways to kick people off the voting rolls. They're coming up with ways to divide Americans. They're like, okay, well, let's go full on hate trans people now. And let's send these fuckers to any any school board meeting, any local meeting. Make sure you disrupt, 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 and threaten, threaten violence. Bring guns. Tell people you know where they live. You're going to come to their house. That's all they do. They never, they never come uh, with uh, unity. They're never, they're not about serving the, the people. They're about turning the government into another mechanism to steal. Destroying the government. Destroying, well, well, there will be a government. It just won't be a democracy. So she said it again. You know, uh, and Joe Biden right here. Why are you saying there are... Uh, I don't even think it's a significant majority. It's the fucking whole party. We've been battling them for forever since FDR signed the Social Security Act. He said it. He said it during his time. Let me warn you, right, about these filthy Republicans because they're going to say, oh, yeah, we believe in Social Security. We believe, you know, let's, but just turn it over to us because we will do more of it. We will do all of it. And most of all, it won't cost anybody anything. 
And that was the big, that was the laugh line because that's what Republicans are. They never change. That's the Republican birthright. Being a Republican means never ever changing, never ever uh, uh, adapting, never absorbing new information. That's your birthright as a as a as a white man, right? As a straight acting white man, rich Republican, change. You know, treat people with decency, dignity, treat people as uh, like human beings. You notice another thing, uh, the Republicans didn't stand for unions, of course. They hate unions. They hate democracy. Unions are democracy in the workplace. So they hate that. They want you as a serf. They want the the worker to toil in the field, shut your mouth, don't pester your betters, and go to church on Sundays and await your rewards in heaven. That's the Republican agenda. But it's being proposed by individuals. Cruella DeVille, bitch. Perjury trader green. Hey, we're in the strongest position in decades to compete with China or anyone else in the world. Anyone else in the world. And I'm committed. I'm committed to work with China where we can advance American interests and benefit the world. But make no mistake about it. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country. And we did. We did what America always does at our best. We led. We united NATO. We built a global coalition. We stood against Putin's aggression. We stood with the Ukrainian people tonight. We're once again joined by Ukrainian's ambassador to the United States. She represents not her, just her nation, but the courage of her people. Ambassador, is, our ambassador is here. United, we're in uniting our support of your country. Will you stand so we can all take a look at you? <laughs> take a look at you. Thank you. Because we're going to stand with you as long as it takes. I ran for president to fundamentally change things, to make sure our economy works for everyone, so we can all feel that pride in what we do. To build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. Because when the middle class does well, the poor have a ladder up, and the wealthy still do very well. We all do well. You all are as formed as I am, but I think the people sent us a clear message. Fighting for the sake of fighting, power for the sake of power, conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. That's always been my vision of our country, and I know it's many of yours. To restore the soul of this nation, to rebuild the backbone of America, America's middle class, and to unite the country. We've been sent here to finish the job, in my view. Yeah, we would a lot. I mean, it would have been a lot better at this point, if not for Cinnamon Mansion, of course, who, I mean, God, what was Cinema wearing? She reminded me of Silence of the Lambs. You know, the butterfly. That's what she reminded me of, a butterfly from Silence of the But they, you know, wearing that fucking big yellow, stupid Silence of the Lambs dress. That's look at me, look at me. That's her. She's a, she sucks too. Jesus Christ.
Let me see. Hold on. What was I going to play? Yeah, well, here's uh, a montage. Well, it's uh, Biden and Sarah Huckabee Sanders' speech side by side. When world leaders ask me to define America, I can define it in one word, and I mean this, possibilities. Our freedom is under attack, and the America we love is in danger. We have to see each other not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. After years of Democrat attacks on law enforcement and calls to defund the police, violent criminals roam free. Yeah, we live in the walking dead. I, I hate them. I hate Republicans. And we talked about this on the other on, on the last show about how no one talks about defund the police, but the Republicans. I'm so sick of them. No one, no one except the Republicans from defund the police. And it's like you waste your breath again and again. It doesn't matter how many times you correct them. They will continue to lie. They just lie. They, once they have a talking point down, they don't let go of it like a rabid dog on a chicken wing. They will repeat it again and again and again and again. Doesn't matter how many times you correct them. Like this, there's, for example, this, um, oh, uh, you know, of course we have, repu- wait, hold on. Let's, let me just finish. Law abiding families live in fear. We have to be the nation we've always been at our best optimistic, hopeful, forward-looking. In the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. And then it rapes you anally without lube, and it makes you become a woman, a man become a woman, and a woman become a man, and then you are forced to go to the wrong bathroom. This is the America that... We, we don't love. Oh, and then that story that she told of the, uh, I guess apparently to Trump and the Republicans, they were in, they, they were in the military. They got on a plane dark in the dark of night. We couldn't even put the light on. Uh, it made me a little confused because why? You know, don't they have fucking radar? We had to go in under the dark of night because nobody has radar anymore. Um, I'm sure they saw you coming, bitch. And then we we went we went down there and uh and all of a sudden when the trophy wife number three walked in into the bed ba- where were we we were in the chow hall and. Then the the con man the with the fake university, the one who said that soldiers who gave their life for democracy were losers and suckers. The that one that that one who the big lie spreading con man with the multi level marketing vitamin scam who whose bone spurs forced him. He would have loved to serve, but. He dodged the draft about five different ways from Sunday while mocking those who showed up as losers and suckers. You know, he said he loved all kinds of, he loves the troops except the ones who were captured. That guy, we all, we walked into the chow hall 
with the with the orange kind man and trophy wife number three and they all chanted USA USA US fucking A well I'm sure you felt like a real patriot there Google eyes you googly eyed (laughs) grifter (laughs) I was thinking of the word it wouldn't come out and I, you know what? Um, as somebody who actually wore the uniform of the country, let me remind you that um, actual patriots hate hate the kind man who received fewer votes. You know, so if they chanted USA, US, don't don't give uh, don't give me that bullshit. That soldiers, all the soldiers love you. Because that's bullshit too. The military's uh, diverse, just like America. Uh, You know what else? There's trans people in the military. There's all kinds of people. There's gays. There's trans. There's all kinds of people that you hate in the military. The military that Trump did all that he could. He did. He bent over backwards not to go. He liked dressing up in a in a uniform because his parents sent him to some military academy where he pretended that he he knew what the fuck to do. But when it came to put his balls on the line, he got some some hack doctor to write him a note. About those bone spurs. They must have been painful. Pain, it's painful if he had the capacity to feel any kind of pain. Since his, the only pain he feels is self-pity. Everything's so unfair. Especially when trans people... You know what's really unfair? Trans people trying to trying to go to the bathroom. They don't even know. My first act, this, this I, I, why am I talking like this? Her first fucking act as governor, this googly-eyed grifter, was to ban the word Latinx. Now that's something to take care of inflation and gas prices. You stupid. You see what I mean? They have nothing. They got nothing but division but hate but stunts like perjury trader green walking into the fucking congress with a with a balloon that was appropriate though you know the balloon yeah because she's a child she's not but you know children are cool sometimes she's a brat and she should she should know better, you know. Well, I I know that um, one of those Republicans who was on CNN and they asked him about I can't remember who it was. We we played the clip on the show, and they asked him about perjury trader Green being on the Homeland Security Committee after talking about Jewish space lasers and nine eleven. Uh, did it even happen? And uh, what happened to the plane and the Pentagon? And and Q is a patriot and all that shit. And the and the Republican said, "Well, she's matured. Re- keep in mind, she um, 
what do you call it? She, uh, she, she wrote that shit when she was 44 years old. So she's matured. It was like George W. Bush. That's, that's the Republicans. I guess they're late bloomers because when George W. Bush was, uh, I, what happened? Was he arrested for drunk driving? Something about drunk driving. I think he was arrested. And uh, that was a youthful indiscretion that happened when he was 44 years old, too, if I'm not mistaken there. I know he was uh, in his 40s. Like, Well, I, I, as we say, you know, Republicans, they lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. So they, they are stunted. They're emotionally stunted. And they're, they're emotionally, spiritually most likely sexually stunted they really are that's why they can't control themselves you know they they don't they can't take democracy because that that takes maturity especially a multiracial democracy a diverse democracy a nation of immigrants they hate that they hate it they hate the very essence of this country that's why they want to change it. They want a big daddy with a fake university and a vitamin scam who hates the same things, who tells them, you know, it's okay to hate. It's okay to be a stupid. It's okay to treat people like shit. Look, here, here, I'm going to now I'm going to call somebody a fat pig on Twitter. That's their that's the extent of their leadership. You know, it's, they, they don't, they're not embarrassed because they have no shame. When I was a kid, you know, I wasn't embarrassed too because I, you know, I did stupid things because I was a kid. If I did those same things, you know, I would be embarrassed because you have, now you've matured and you have the wisdom of experience and you... You know, you, there are certain behaviors that are expected of you as an adult. And for all these Republicans, I mean, they love Jesus, though, don't they? Sarah Hucks to be Sanders, she loves Jesus. But all, I don't know, where, where the fuck is Jesus? You would think he would show up by now, given the hell that these freaks live in. I don't know what I don't know where they live. I've never seen the kind of hell that these people are describing. It's hell living with them. That's why I found I I laughed out loud when she said this is what did she say? It was something like, that it's about the the crazy. Yeah. That's the first true thing she ever said. Sarah Hucker B. Let me see. Sanders. It's the crazy, something like that. How did she put it? Normal or crazy? Yes. She said, dividing line is, the dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal and crazy. Yeah. Pot, I'd like you to meet Kettle. 
You know, I'd like you to meet the the fucking look in the mirror. Meet the mirror, bitch, because we we trace the crazy. It's coming from inside the Republican Party. Now, say all you can, and we do, about the Democrats. We know it. They would, this George Santos character would never be in the Republican Party. I don't care. I mean, in the Democratic Party. That would never happen. Even if we had a four-vote majority, that would never happen. He would have been gone already. And uh, let's remind everybody, as far as Nancy Pelosi is concerned, she had a she had the same four vote majority, but Democrats don't act like uh, you know emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies uh, who are poorly supervised on a field trip to the Capitol. That's what it's that's what they act like, screaming and yelling about. Telling the truth about them isn't that isn't that a famous uh, quote from uh, Harry Truman? If you if you I'll stop. How did he say it? I'll stop. Wait, wait, Harry Truman. I, well, I know he said I I just tell the truth. I don't give them hell. I tell the truth, and they think it's hell. But didn't he say something about something like, you stop lying about me and I'll stop telling the truth about you? Because that's what it was like. The Republicans have been after Socialist Security since, since FDR signed it. Signed the Social Security Act. Let me see. I think I misplaced my... Let's see, Republicans. I think I misplaced some of the videos I captured for tonight's show. Mm -mm -mm. It's okay. We'll get them. We'll find them. Republicans. Let's see. Here's Here's some of their greatest hits. Republicans promising to cut Social Security. Raise taxes on half of Americans and potentially sunset programs like Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. Why would you propose something like that in an election year? What's mandatory are things like Social Security and Medicare. If you qualify for the entitlement, you just get it no matter what the cost. And our problem in this country is that more than 70% of our federal budget, of our federal spending, is all mandatory spending. It's on automatic pilot. It, it never, you just don't do proper oversight. You don't get in there and fix the programs going bankrupt. It's just on automatic pilot. What we ought to be doing is we ought to turn everything into discretionary spending so it's all evaluated so that we, we can't fix problems or fix programs that are broken. Uh, They're going to be going bankrupt. Okay. If we really want to talk about the debt and spending, it's the entitlements program oh, that's yeah. 70%. Definition of a Ponzi scheme. Right. In the English language, that is exactly how Social Security So happens. I'm going to take that as a yes, that you believe that Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. Medicare and Social Security and other entitlement programs are worth saving or are going to consume the debt. We're down to a small fraction of the 
the federal pie to run the discretionary part oh, of government. Shit. So entitlement reform is a must for us to not become Greece. It will be my objective to phase out Social Security. Nice. To pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Here, here. How are these scumbags applauding him? So that's the other thing. Here, here. Fuck them all. Fuck your fellow Americans. Starve. Let them starve. Like Jesus instructed us. You know, we're they're all, trust me, they're all supposedly Christian. Let Jesus starve. They wouldn't, I mean, well, they would let Jesus starve. If Jesus came back, they'd crucify him again. Absolutely, because Jesus was crucified by the conservatives. They hate Jesus, just like they hate America. That's why they, they're all like, Jesus, Jesus, I love Jesus, Jesus on my Twitter feed, Jesus, follower of Jesus, Jesus. They're, if you're a follower of, of Jesus, how come I had never seen you doing anything that Jesus explicitly told you to do? Not a fucking thing. He never said a damn thing about anybody's pee-pee. You know, he didn't he didn't ask uh, the bathroom. He wasn't the fucking bathroom police. He did say things like it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich person to get into heaven, meaning that it's impossible. He said, "You really want to be be a Jesus follower? Give your wealth, give everything up, give it all to the poor and follow me." Because we, we're going, our kingdom's in heaven. We don't worry about this earthly reward shit. But now they got all the earthly rewards. They want all the earthly rewards. And uh, don't get me started. Well, we know about abortion too, right? They hate it. They, they, they love abortion. Because they make so many abortions. If they really didn't like abortion, they would promote policies that actually reduce the numbers of abortion instead of just reducing the number of women by killing them in back alleys. That's all they're doing. They're not reducing the abortion rate. They're just making it unsafe so people die. They're removing your autonomy. And they're, they're coming for all of us the entire country. This, these people need to be stopped. They're full of shit. They're hypocrites. They hate life. They hate democracy. They hate everything that actually makes America great. They're dangerously delusional. It's, you're not dealing with people who are rational. They don't live in the real world. They talk in all these buzzwords. That's all they got for you. That's all they ever had. The woke mob. Give one example. What's the woke mob that says to you, shut your fake Christian mouth and keep your faith, fake Christian big government Republican fascist nose out of people's private medical decisions? Is that it? That's too much for you, though. They want to tell you what books to read, who, what words to say. They, I and mean, everything about them. Fuck your neighbor, you know, fuck them. 
in the, in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of COVID, uh, you wouldn't put a goddamn piece of cloth over your face if it saved the life of your fellow American. Because, you know, uh, because of patriotism, because of Jesus, right? Now they're wearing AR-15 pins. There's nothing sicker than these people. You gotta be sick to be in this party. They're all sick. They all hate themselves. If they all, uh, we did, we we went through all the tweets for, of Alex Jones. They are all that. They hate themselves. They lack the maturity to get help. They lack the courage to get help. So they remain sick. And they, they get worse, and they self-medicate. And one form or another, they get, attra- they get attached to these QAnon assholes. They fall down a Q-hole. It's like all this shit to distract them from their useless, worthless existences. Instead of getting help that they need, and then they, instead of working on themselves, they f- inflict their manias on the rest of us. You know, the, the ones who are trying to work on themselves, the ones who are trying to uh, live and let live and, and make a more perfect union and you know, leave no one behind. The ones who are actually capable of functioning in a democracy. Not them. They're not capable of it because that might mean they have to shut their, their filthy lie holes now and then and learn something. You know, so they go after trans people and they know nothing about trans people, but they don't even don't bother them with learning anything about trans people because they're just small minded, bigoted fascists who need a minority group du jour to beat up on because you got nothing else. They got nothing. They're not doing anything worthwhile. They don't waste, you know, they don't, they're not out there uh, freeing Mumia and saving the whales. They got nothing. You know, so they use their positions of power to uh, sexually exploit underlings, to make, uh, like this, uh, what's that guy's name? That Republican who, the guy's name starts with an S. The one who, uh, you know, grabbed, grabbed the, the guy's crotch. Yeah, another anti-gay, anti-trans. Like, they're all fucked up. All right, let's continue. Medicare and Medicaid are of the same sort and need to be pulled up. People come up to me. Pulled up. Oh, see, yeah, this guy. It's hard to hear the audio. Republican representative raised the retirement age because people want to work more. Not them, though. Republicans, they don't want to work more. This whole, that makes me sick. They all make me sick. Well, they make us all sick, but this whole trope. Oh, yeah, we all want to work more. Yeah, that's what we want. That's the meaning of life. Work every single day without relief until you drop fucking dead. Uh, you work every single day so you can make somebody at the tippy tippy top uh, very rich. They can have another zero on their bank account that they'll never spend in a million lifetimes so they could pass that on tax free 
to their their undeserving heirs who will lord over us like Donald Trump Jr. and uh, add nothing to society. They'll go on social media and 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 spew their vomit. They do not. There's none of this noble. I can't say that word. You know, oblige or whatever. None of that. They want. They just bring nothing to the table. They never add. Take, take, take. Ugh. People come up to me. This is this piece of shit says they actually want to work longer. Hey, oh please, Republican representative. Uh, you know what? I want to. I want to work every day. I want no day off. I want no day ever to be human. I th- that's. I want to be free. So do me a favor. Make it that I have to work every single day of my life until I drop fucking dead. No fuck. Fuck the weekend. People come up to me and they actually want to work longer. Well, people, who? It's like, uh, this is like the Republican way. Who? What people? Explain. Let's, Let's see him. Can we get this fucker on the phone? Please, please, raise my retirement age. Because that's what it means to be free here in the United States of serfs and lords. Forget the triangle shirtwaist factory and all the the gains of the labor movement. Fuck it. Uh, let's roll back the eight-hour workday. I want to work in unsafe working conditions. I want to work 16 hours a day, seven days a week, with nothing, with no days off, no holidays. And then I want to drop dead. Just drop to right dead, right there in the company dorm. Like it used to be, like the good old days. When women knew their play, there were no trans people trying to go to the bathroom. Unbelievable. So that's on the table, you're saying? Well, you know, if people want to work longer, maybe you need to give them an incentive to do it. If people want to work longer, maybe you better blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I sound like a fucking dummy yokel spewing some kind of fucking homespun bullshit. Oh my God! Will these people secede already? But 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 people want to work. Says the du- the dude, who you know he takes vacation. You know you want to see the congressional work schedule. Oh my God! I hate them. I hate them. I saw I saw somebody tweeted or something that. There should be a new game show where, the, where billionaires, uh, where well, just even the CEO—I can't remember how it was—live um, on the salary of their workers, of their lowest-paid workers, not for a week, for a year. Do it. 
enough is enough. Oh, oh, that's the other thing Republicans didn't stand for. You know, the uh, billion dollar, the the 15% minimum tax on corporations that pay nothing. Oh, and they also, they also clapped for when Joe Biden said that big oil had reaped record profits, more, more, um, they reaped more profit than any other time than in the history of the world. They made more profit while they raised gas prices, right? These pieces of dirt and the Republicans, they applauded that while they ran to wherever, uh, outlet, whatever fascist disturmer Republican outlet to, to complain about gas prices. You understand that they are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about? Yes, they are. Oh, and I got, let's see, what time is it? And before I continue, thank you. First of all, we want, we started off with Jim. Thank you for your super chat. Thank you, Elise, for your super chat. And Richard W. for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you, Pookie's Mommy, for your super chat and your cute emoji. Thanks for being you. That's very cute. And thank you, Shannon, for your super chat and your very cute Superman-looking emoji. I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash taradevlin. That helps keep the show going and growing. Give the show a good review. These are the orders I have to give out periodically. And, yeah, give the show a good review on iTunes. Remember to like and share and hit the notification bell so when we go live, the next live show will be Friday night or in the 8.30-ish vicinity. We're also on Progressive Voices. This show is also on Rockfin and uh APS Radio News we're hosted over there also APS Radio News is a sponsor of the show so support the Terrorbuster sponsors that helps okay but all right one I'm looking at the time I'm not going to do another marathon but we got to do this story because I need to sleep I'm sure poor honey for those who came late I have a rescue cat in my bedroom right now. And thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. This poor little rescue cat is, uh, I don't know her story, but all I know is that she's been out there about five years and she shows all the signs of a, um, a formerly domestic cat. So we're trying to give her a shot at a, at a retirement and she, um, she, but she's kept me up for two days crying. So I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. That's okay. Jay Bravo on the chat. That's okay. I get it. I understand. Jay Bravo says maybe next month the power bill was a lot this month. So I understand. We're, we're, but you know, I gotta say these things, but you're welcome, even if you're, you know, you don't gotta. I just encourage people to support the show if possible. And uh, you could also do things that aren't um, money, don't cost money, like share the show and all that and give the show a good review, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 
Let's keep going. Um, I remember I tell you all the time that uh, uh, that Republicans hate democracy and they are dragging us back to times that we left in history's trash pile. Well, here's another example, and I've I've been bringing this up. Oh, there's Junior, and I've mentioned this numerous times that periodically. Republicans will attempt to repeal child labor laws. This happens all the time. All you got to do is Google Republican. You don't use Republican, but uh, Republican. It's hard for me to say Republican now. I, I hope you understand. <laughs> I say it just comes out Republican. But um, re- hi, Junior. Say hello. All right. Um, it's hard for me. Oh, yeah. It's hard for me to say Republican. Republican. So, but if you Google Republican child labor laws, you'll get, and just go back a couple of pages. Oh, well, let me do it. I'll do it right now. Google. Let's go to the Google machine. Google. Google. It's like when Republicans go to Google. They go, goo goo, because they're babies. Um, yes, you're a baby too. Uh, but a good one. Not a, not a brat. Let's see. Republican child labor. All right. So let me go back a couple of pages. Because the first page, well, let's start here. This is the latest attempt. Republicans are at it again. Their latest attempt to roll back child labor laws. It happens all the time. And they, you know, they're not, it's not surprising. So here's from Salon. This is just crazy. Iowa's GOP child labor bill would let kids work dangerous jobs. Why, you know, because they're tiny hands. That's That was the way it was for forever. And the Supreme Court validated it again and again. You know, kids, kids schmids. If you were supposed to be a kid, then, uh, you know, you would have been born on third base thinking you hit a triple. So labor advocates on Tuesday decried a business-backed bill Introduced by Republican state lawmakers. What else is new, right? Republican in Iowa that would roll back child labor laws so that teens as young as 14 would, could work in previously prohibited jobs, including mining, logging, and animal slaughtering. Aren't they scum? Um, a, a proposal that one union president called dangerous and just crazy. Well, that's what they are. They do this periodically. They couch it in whatever bullshit. Like sometimes they'll couch it in, you got to teach kids responsibility. You know, it's kids today. They have it too easy. They, they're just, they're out of control. They they want to be learn. You need to teach them the dignity of work, the dignity of responsibility. 
it's good for them. It helps them. It doesn't help the workers, you know, the rest of workers. And the other thing is that they they propose that they pay them less, you know, because they're kids. So you pay them a training wage, what Republicans call it. So you're competing not just with kids, but kids who are who are taking less, less money. So that will depress wages, of course for adults and yeah you just keep sinking lower and lower on the ladder the way republicans like it senate file 167 introduced by state senator jason schultz republican would expand job options available to teens including letting children as young as 14 work in freezers and meat coolers loading and unloading light tools under certain conditions cuz you got to look out for the kids you know teens under 18 would still be generally barred from employment in fields like mining logging demolition and meat packing and from operating potentially dangerous machinery. However, the Des Moines Register reports the proposed law contains an entirely new section that would allow the Iowa Iowa Workforce Development and State Department of Education heads to make exceptions to any of the prohibitive jobs for teens participating as young as 14, participating in the work-based learning or school, uh, learning or a school or employer-administered work-related program. You know, it's like fiduciary business. Uh, my business is gives me money for legitimate business and fiduciary, fiduciary, and whatever. So... The proposed bill, which comes amid an ongoing labor shortage in Iowa, which Republicans hate, so do big business, because that gives workers a little more power. And you can't have that. You want your uh, Republicans want workers nice and desperate and compliant and easily malleable so you don't pester your betters for things like you know, sick leave, living wages, retirement security, <sighs> which come, okay, uh, also expands the hours teens may work and shields businesses from liability if a minor is sick and a minor employee is sickened, injured, or killed as a result of the company's negligence. So, you know, teach them the dignity of work, but if they die, that's okay. They get to meet Jesus, and the company washes their hands because they did you a favor, you know? You see Jesus sooner. That's a good thing. And they make cha-ching, cha-ching, this is just crazy, said Charlie Wishman, president of the Iowa Federation of Labor, the FLCIO, told the Des Moines Register, a kid can still lose an arm in a work, uh, excuse me, a kid can still lose an arm in a work-based learning program, 
Wishman said the, the bill would gut more than a century of child labor laws, many of which were enacted in an era where children were hurt and killed on the job. Instead of raising the minimum wage, this is a tweet, and uh, paying adults more or funding the social safety net, Iowa would rather bring back child labor. The idea of putting children into work activities that could be dangerous is something that is not only irresponsible, but reprehensible, Wishman said. Iowa State Senator Claire Sesley, a Democrat, called the proposed legislation another sign that the labor market in Iowa is in big trouble. Businesses are so desperate to hire warm bodies that they want politicians to bend child labor laws and eliminate corporate liability. The uh, state senator, Nate Bolton, a Democrat, and an attorney specializing in labor law, described the bill as offensive. Now, what do you think would have happened if Joe Biden said something like this this at the State of the Union? Like, and some Republicans are so anti-labor that they they are... literally bringing back child labor. What do you think would have happened? They would have went, they would have went ape shit. Literally. They would have started flinging their poop. I mean, the, the, the I wouldn't be surprised because Republicans, we know that they like to t- defecate in the Capitol and not in the halls of, the, I mean, not in the bathroom, the, in the halls. We know this. This is a fact. They are devolving. Putting children at risk and creating immunity for that risk is not acceptable. (laughs) That's what they're doing. So you're putting kids to work in dangerous jobs and you are giving corporations complete, uh, you know, a, a complete pass. So you forget decent working conditions. If something happens to that dumb child then they die or they become maimed. And then what happens, right? What if they lose their arm? What if they lose their arms? Well, who, what happens then? Because Republicans are coming after your socialist security. Well, you go, then you go join the circus, I guess, as the uh, worm boy, right? That's what used to happen. You, go, you become the human slug, Watch the human slug smoke a pack of cigarettes. Oh, the good old days when we knew what peepees were in the bathroom. No one had to think about peepees. The peepee was dressed appropriately. The peepee knew if it was an innie, it wore a dress. If it was an Audi, it wore pants. And everything was beautiful for everyone. Now we're, it's, it's like hell on earth. It's hell. I'm in hell. All these woke mobs coming here telling me I can't send my kid into a mine. Well, that's why they want to 
have more children you know you don't they want you not to have the control over your body and then they want to ensure that uh there's more unwanted children so you just send them into a mine you're desperate have fucking 20 kids put them in a mine they're little i'll put them in some mill you know their little tiny fingers are good for the mills It's crazy, but uh, it's not crazy. It's to be expected. They are disgusting. Disgusting and disgusting. Oh, well, here, here's another thing. Speaking of how Republicans hate kids in America. Um, from the Daily Coast. Christi- and we're talking about Christianity, too. So a Christian K-8 through school is forced to close after publicly acknowledging inclusive LGBTQ theology. Oh, you can't have that. If you're going to have a Christian school, that Christian school better hate. It better teach these fucking kids to hate, to hate other people, to hate themselves. Because that's it. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, Nothing about gays, but they know. They know. Jesus wants you to hate. I I mean, the Republican, they're disgusting. They're not Christian. So, from the Daily Co's, Rebecca Sager writes, a Christian school in a low-income neighborhood in Kansas City has, for nearly a decade, quietly supported LGBTQ students and staff by offering the students K through eight tuition-free private education with quote unquote inclusive theology, you know, love, love thy neighbor. God made God didn't make junk, right? This is what Republicans say. Don't they say God doesn't make mistakes. So if you're born with an innie, you better not think you need an Audi. Or vice versa, because the PP patrols on the case here. Last winter, according to reporting by the Kansas City Star, executive director and co-founder of the Urban Christian Academy, Callie Calloway George, felt it was time to go public with the school's support. I think our community members felt safe within our walls, but we wanted them to feel publicly protected as well. Eventually, it felt like our silence was contributing to the hurt and pain of the queer community. Um, And she told the star, we deeply long for all people to feel welcomed. Well, that's fucked up, man. Uh, to To feel welcomed, loved, and celebrated, not just secretly within our walls, but explicitly to the public as well. And that's what you call courage. You know, Republicans, they don't understand that. The school's mission statement was updated on the website, and within six months, donations were down by 42%. Because the Christians, you know, they hate, you gotta hate. You gotta hate somebody. By the end of 2022, funding plummeted to less than 20% of the previous year when $334,000 was raised in, in 2021. 
According to the Star, all eight of the churches funding the school retracted their support because they are filth and they want to teach hate. Well, they should, they probably, they teach hate and then they teach all this other bullshit like prosperity, gospel, you know, everything that Jesus said nothing about, right? J Jesus said, you, it's, uh, you know, like we said, easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to get into heaven, right? But they're uh, teaching nothing that teach, that Jesus taught. They're not doing anything, not like, going to visit people in prison. They're not fighting for humanity, for uh, decent conditions in prisons or whatever, justice. They're not fighting for... Well, uh, when I was a stranger, you, you pulled the rug out from under me, you vilified me, you, you built a wall, you, you told everyone to hate me. Right? I mean, they, they do nothing. Jesus, you know, these are the people who would crucify Jesus again. According to the star, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, the schools, uh, other fake Christian schools retracted their support, citing a disagreement of values. Yeah, they, they have to, to hate certain people. As long as we hate the same things, we're cool. Just like Jesus taught us. Jesus taught us to hate. And if you don't hate the same things that Jesus told us to hate, even though he never said it, he said it somehow. Through our, we, we just, we read Jesus's mind in a weird way. Jesus says everything that we think. He's a giant version of our own bigoted selves, but okay, whatever. We found ourselves in a season where we are running out of resources, and each time attention is brought to the issue, we are bombarded by hate, which further distracts from our ability to care for the scholars we have in our care. One outraged patron decried the public position of support and inclusion and cited a reference to sin in the Bible, in their fake fucking Bible that they use to beat people with. I really feel bad for these people. You know, in a way, I mean, I hate them legally and peacefully, but they're very, they're horrible people. They're hateful. Their lives suck. They bring nothing to earth. And when they got, when they're gone, the world is better off without them. They are, they're vermin, poison. And they know that too. That's why for some reason, I guess, they, because they lack the courage to get the help they need, and and go to a shrink and say, why do I, what, what, I don't understand me. I don't understand why I need to hate other people. Why can't I just live and let live? And then I use this uh, giant man on a cloud as my, as cover, like a human shield 
for my bigotry. What's that about, Doc? Right? No, they don't do that. They'll they just inflict their their horrific their hate on people, making the world worse. And that's that's not what Jesus told them to do. Right. I mean, that's like the exact opposite of what Jesus told them to do. And they and on top of that, Jesus warned us about them, just like the founders warned us about the Republicans, the domestic terrorists, the domestic enemies whittling away at democracy from the inside. Jesus warned us about these people, too. So. But Callaway, George, is standing firm. As a Christian school, we believe that each of these beloved humans was made in the image of God. In May 2022, on International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, Biphobia, President Joe Biden warned of a rising, of rising hate and violence against the LGBTQ community. We continue to witness disturbing setbacks and rising hate and violence targeting LGBTQ people in the United States and around the world. This is wrong, Biden said. A month before Biden's speech, according to NBC News, a man walked into a gay bar in New York City with a bottle of flammable liquid and set the venue on fire. Well, what do you want to bet? That guy is a fucking closet case. There's a lot of closet cases in the Republican Party because it's it's like a perfect storm. They are fear-based. They are, uh, you know, they're cowards. They're inherent cowards. And so they, you know, there's no rugged individuals in the Republican Party. So they, you know, in order to live an authentic life, that takes a risk, especially if you're, hanging out with a bunch of, you know, assholes, a bunch of Trump Z's or something. And then you come out and say, you know what, guys, guess what? I'm gay. Oh, boy. They got something for you. Unless, I guess, you're like George Santos, where the, you are just a shameless piece of shit who validates their bigotry by being self-loathing. And we've played clips of Santos going on about how gay gay people shouldn't uh, adopt gay people are too woke gay people we shouldn't say gay you know it's all cool ron DeSantis was right was right you know you're if you mention your partner who happens to have the same peepee they uh, that means you're grooming i mean he, this piece of shit literally says that but there's always, it, it doesn't matter, throughout history and fascist movements, it's, you get people like this. And trust me, it's not just the Sonder Commandos from the, from the Nazi death camps, which were the Jewish people in many cases, they were forced, but, you know, for, for a little bit more privilege, they ushered their fellow Jews into, into the ovens. Um, here, for example, um, have you ever heard of Erhard Milch? So he was a, a Jewish German who, when was he born? 
1892. So, okay. Er Erhard Milch was a German general field marshal of Jewish heritage um, who oversaw the development of the German Air Force, the Luftwaffe, as part of the rearmament of Nazi Germany before and following, following World War I. He was the state secretary of the Reich Ministry of Aviation and inspector general of the Air Force during World War II. This is a Jewish general who was a Nazi. So, hello. He knew what was going on. He knew that Jews were being ushered into death camps, that Jews were, before there was the Holocaust of the ovens, there, were the, there was the Holocaust of bullets, that um, they, they weren't being relocated, that they were being killed, that Jewish, entire Jewish communities were being massacred. Um, so, but during most of World War II, he was in charge of all aircraft production and supply. He was convicted of war crimes and crimes against humanity, but, um, which was held before a U.S. military court in 1947. He was sentenced to life imprisonment. However, Milch's sentence was commuted in uh, 1951 to 15 years. He was paroled in 1954 and died in 1972. Milch was born in Wil Wilhelmshaven. I know I've massacred that. The son of Antak Milch, a Jewish pharmacist who served in the Imperial German Navy. And Clara Vetter. The Gestapo would later investigate Milch due to his Jewish heritage. Under the Nuremberg laws, though, he would have been categorized as mixed race because his Jewish heritage came from his father, not his mother. In 1935, rumors began to circulate that Milch was a Jew, and the Gestapo began an investigation, but it was halted by Hermann Goring. Yeah, it's it's it helps to know people in high places, um, even if you are a self-loathing piece of shit that participated in the genocide of your people. But there's always people like this throughout history, always. And we there through freedom of information requests we, during the civil rights movement there where it came to light of the african-americans working with the kkk against the civil rights movement because they were getting paid to infiltrate meetings and you know find out what was going on all right, it's time to go try to get unconscious, but I probably won't. I have to go spend some time with Honey, the poor little community cat. I'm exhausted. We have more work to do, but I want to thank you all for hanging out, and thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. I just saw that. Very cute little emoji, too. And I want to thank everybody for hanging tonight. 
I know. Lava Q says, Tara should do a program with Mary Trump. I want, I feel like we <laughs> kind of have the same program. A cat. She has a bird. I know. And I have the cat. And it's kind of the same angle. We both wear glasses, have kind of the same hair. <laughs> right? So, maybe. I, I've often thought of, uh, I mean, I have so much to do, but I should reach out to her and see if we could do something. All right. Guys, 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 I want to thank you all for hanging out. You're the best. You're the best. And uh, I just want you to remember one thing. Well, first, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That helps keep the show going and growing. If you can, please give the show a good review on iTunes and all that stuff. Like and subscribe and hit the notification bell. Share the show with your friends. Check out APS Radio News. That's our sponsor. And also the show is hosted over there. They have other content, independent media content. Check it out. So, but I also want you to remember that we will win. That's right. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out. Remember, we will have, we'll be back on Friday in the eight, around 8.30, around that time. But remember, we stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you on Friday night. Ah, click the wrong button. <laughs>